Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Now it's time for Showbiz News. FM 104's Dish the Dirt. Yeah. Marty Marcy has told how the NYPD had to call off the riot squad after Irish-American cops told them there was a very bad crowd gathered in Times Square, uh, but it was just a bunch of Mayo supporters. Oh, yeah, it's an easy mistake to make. What's what's the similarities? Well, they'd be jumping around. It would be, you know, Mayo supporters around Mar- Marty Marcy would be uh, a foreign thing to New Yorkers. They wouldn't know what it was about. Right. You know, they wouldn't know what the excitement was for. Why are they all standing around this man with his head died off him? <laughs> he's well he could tell them he's a real life leprechaun and, and they would believe it in fairness there's, there's nothing to say otherwise yeah well anyway yeah, they would have been jumping around what were they excited about though just seeing him he's a celebrity you know to Mayo fans uh, I like, think I he'd think be like Justin Timberlake to Mayo people he would I think the carols of Times Square had little uh, replica Sam Maguire's that they were selling oh right yeah so they, they got a lot of do that. they have carols in Times Square they, they should do, yeah It'd do a fortune, wouldn't it? It actually would. Here's an idea. Uh, Amber is also, uh, she's broken her silence. All right. The whole Greg thing. Uh, her pals have helped her to uh, keep a smile on her face. He broke up with her by text, but it wasn't a real relationship anyway, was it? I don't think any of it is, no. No. In fact, looking at that couch on Friday night with the suit he had on, I reckon it won't be long before himself and Curtis hook up. Right. And Maura is getting a job on the strawberry alarm clock. Is she? Hello there, boys. How are you doing there? Everything good? Great, yeah, Maura. How come she's your head? I don't have Jim's head. What are you talking about? I'm also Dermot Govan, the gardener. What are you, you Who do wears what? Who's a landscape gardener? Did you watch it last night? No. So Dermot Govan is now... There's no QS at the moment. At all. So they've replaced the QS with... With the curly-headed... Is not, he in the whole series now? I don't think so. But he was, he was doing a big job in the garden last night. He wears white trousers on the building site. How could you trust a landscape gardener? He doesn't get his hands dirty, does he? Yeah, he kind of does. He was twisting stuff with a fork and stuff, yeah. With white trousers on? White trousers. Is he from Malahide? Could be. No, he to... lives in the UK. But, does um, he? I'm pretty sure he does, yeah. Anyway, uh, you couldn't be a landscape gardener and wear white trousers. Ah, he's, he must have been doing that for the camera then. He wasn't getting his hands dirty. He probably has some labourers. It's ridiculous. Her Declan, get over there now. Dig a bit of digging. Did it was the garden nice in the end? I saw the very beginning of it. Uh, they, it was all right. They had to cut it out to make some light come into the house. Basically, it was right. not. They, they were like they didn't realize that they were, were at the bottom of a hill. Yeah, and they oh yeah, but Dermot actually suggested to, to uh, <laughs> Dermot said to Dermot, Dermot said to Dermot, could you not put it on stilts and raise it up when you want to see light and drop it down again? Which was actually not a bad idea. Yeah. That would cost God knows how much it would cost though. Yeah, 
with James Bondy. Um, Liam Gallagher likes to come across as a tough guy, but he's a softy when it comes to his looks. The rocker has revealed he takes a toothbrush everywhere he goes so his teeth don't show red wine stains when he's asked for selfies. He's come a long way since the, you know, his Manchester roots. And, uh, well, I think that's it. I'm constantly brushing my teeth. I always take one with me as well. I had, uh, had one last time I went to City and Arsenal. He takes a toothbrush everywhere, has a little bit, bit of a brush-up. City and Arsenal, you'd bring a toothbrush? He must go and brush his teeth for selfies, yeah. I didn't think City fans were that bad. Brushing their teeth? Well, two brushes to a stadium. Yeah, because he's always out for selfies. So Bring he... a scarf. <laughs> or just keep your mouth closed in the picture. He does always have very white teeth, though. I'll give him that. <laughs> Still, that's fuel for Nolan. I know today. a guy who was refused a photograph, a selfie with Niall Rogers from Chic. Because he... <laughs> that's brilliant. He just went, no, man, I got uh, spinach in my teeth at the moment. So I'm not doing pictures. And <laughs> I think that's just an excuse to get out of pictures. I got spinach in my teeth. It no. would work. Yeah. I'm surprised he doesn't. I mean, that man isn't afraid of the limelight now, in fairness. <laughs> He's not. He'd go to anything. He would, yeah. He even let us interview him, so, you know. Uh, anyway, it's uh, 6.52. It's FM 104. If there's anything I missed while I was off and you need to let me know, you can WhatsApp us on 87 I believe Dublin didn't uh, get to drive for five just yet. They didn't, no. Did no. you not watch it? I was away, yeah. I was in Barbados for oh, two yeah. weeks. Very nice. I see my tan. Yeah, it was looking good. Did you say your hymns of the weekend? Yeah. Good. Did you? I did. I prayed for extra pepperoni. <laughs> right, let's look at the uh, world. Uh, what's going on? Exclusive. Four born in four minutes. Johnny, Grace, Amelia and Layla. These are the quadruplets arrived in the space of just four minutes. At their parents, uh, their parents defied fertility odds. Johnny, Layla, Grace, and Amelia were born to Kira Flynn and Shane McGee in Dublin last month. Kira, who conceived with the help of uh, hormone injections, said, "We still can't believe it. Our four little miracles." And there's uh, lovely pictures of the happy parents and two of the quads. The other two must be having a sleep. <laughs> um, yeah, it's actually if you, I believe, if you use any sort of help in that department, you can have a higher odds of having twins. And more. Well, they're delighted with themselves and they're going to be busy for the rest of their lives. <laughs> four. Imagine. I mean... Four. It's enough of a shock of one. Four. Wow. They'd have to have their own iPads hanging on the cot to say who was fed and who wasn't. And I remember, how, how you know? I remember Joe Duffy talking about it because he had triplets. And he, he had the downstairs room converted with a sink and everything and, and a bed and three cots. And... I think his, his wife looked after the kids during the day and then they had to have somebody come in at night to help. Ah, yeah, sure. That's no problem to Joe. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, it's just the first few years. I believe Darcy says he's taking a pay cut because uh, RT, the DG, sent uh, an email to all staff about the finances. All right. In Montrose. Montrose, yeah. Yeah. British Airways has cancelled 1,600 flights today and tomorrow over a strike threat by pilots. Ryanair must love this. BA bosses have urged tens of thousands of affected passengers not to go to any airports this morning. The strike, the biggest in the company's history, uh, was set to start at midnight last night. BA warned pilots they would be stripped of uh, lucrative perks. Speaking of of lucrative perks. (laughs) Members of Pilots Union BALPA voted overwhelmingly to strike over pay demands. And they rejected an 11.5% pay rise over three years. So pilots are paid an average of 
pounds sterling and captains receiving 176,000 when they take into flying uh, allowances. Now, whenever these stories do, like the Ryanair one was, Michael Leary was saying their pilots were earning 180 grand a year. They're not. Right. So, don't always believe the figures. Sometimes they, they go, well, if you lived in Timbuktu and you got all these allowances, you could potentially earn. Right. And they, they go with that figure. Yeah. But it's it's not often the, the real one. I'm, ban, sure, I'm sure British Airways ones are alright though. Ban on sex workers is putting my life at risk. A sex worker who's been assaulted and stalked by clients says Ireland's brothel keeping laws are putting people at risk. Rachel has been uh, a lady of the night for almost five years and her clients included Defence Force members, lawyers and politician, uh, a, a politician because Ireland criminalises buying but not selling of sex. The le- legislation prohibiting brothel keeping is uh, putting prostitutes at risk of their lives. So they want to go all Amsterdam on us? Yeah, they have different laws. Like, I remember they had a thing in Germany and it's it's government supported, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a kind of a laneway in Hamburg that you, you can go down and there's guards at either end of it, like police. Yeah. So then they're making sure there's nobody drunk or acting the maggot. And then the, you go down this road and there's these girls in these windows like mm-hmm. Amsterdam mm-hmm. and they're all looked after by the government they're all tested for any kind of STDs and everything and they're safe you think and, that'd be a good idea here? well yeah I mean they want to be there and they have loads of clients and if they're uh, yeah but I think it would be better if people were safe wouldn't it? well we kind of bury our head I think in a lot of countries bury their head over the whole thing yeah Um and then you have trafficking, which is a different side of it. So it's, because it's all underground, you can't control any of it. Yeah. It's never going to go away. Exactly, yeah. And I think that's the key thing. It's never going to go away, potentially. Even with all the apps in the world for meeting people now. Yeah, I, don't, I still think... It's still be, there. Yeah, there's people who... Um, so, uh, yeah. It's Not it's to mention they'd be able to collect revenue from it. <laughs> <laughs> no, back at their ears. What? Revenue? Huh? I'm, revenue. Sure, I'm sure they thought of it. And Sinead O'Connor's in a lot of the papers this morning. Sinead, sorry for white jibes. She's sorry for a lot of the uh, Twitter rants and things she went on. That performance she did uh, on Friday was absolutely savage. Yeah. I only saw it because of Twitter or something, but it was brilliant. Nothing compares to you. And she dedicated it to Prince. Well, she would. The man wrote it. Yeah, but she uh, she kind of fell out with Prince. But um, it's good to see that. Because when he d- did Malahide, he dedicated that song to her. Okay. I don't, think, I don't know if she was aware of that. Right. And he said she was fantastic and everything. So, yeah, that was nice. And you know what I noticed as well? When she was talking and she said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dedicate it to Prince, suddenly purple lights came on in the background. Somebody in the control room said, change all the lights from blue to purple, change them to purple. So I was thinking, fair play, you're on the ball there. That's was probably Paddy Cullivan. Yeah. <laughs> Dublin 7 to 4, it's the Strawberry Alarm Clock. 7.38, Monday morning. If you uh, are on eBay and you have an eBay account in your app, yeah. shocked eBay users got an eyeful when hackers change the global firm's email profile image you know the what are, what are the colours in the eBay logo red and blue and yellow and green correct <laughs> yeah good Instagram question it's very good have you done your, have you done your questions no I haven't actually <laughs> anyway a half, chatting. a half naked woman was replaced instead of the eBay logo shoppers getting notifications if they're still on Outlook saw wow. a picture of a topless brunette wearing just a uh, a bit of dental floss and some um, later hosen that just go up towards the knee. 
What's the problem, lads? <laughs> How do they do that? I don't know. They've they've <laughs> they voiced various reactions on social media to the image, which first appeared late last week. David B wrote, "Love the email profile photo." Does she work at your customer service department? <laughs> if so, I have a few things I need sorting out. Now you see, that's not helpful, David B. That's not helpful at all, David B. Liz Grogan. Oh, hang on, here's the voice of reason now from a woman. Is this for real? I mean, I'm sure she's lovely, but not what I was expecting with an email about a baby product I want to buy. No, it's not for real. So does the girl who's the, in the picture, does she know that she's been used in this picture? Could be a computer-generated image these days. You wouldn't know. Right. Wouldn't even be a real woman. So who knows? Uh, Tahina, who's a user, said, if, if eBay is being uh, hacked, I just received emails from eBay with an inappropriate profile picture. This is unacceptable. Hashtag eBay. Hashtag disgusting. Wow. I don't know if the female body or, you know, anybody really is uh, disgusting. I don't know. If it's not disgusting. No. If that's, that's the right hashtag, really. But I understand. You'll be a little bit shocked. Mm. Trying to buy some shoes and she pops up. Uh eBay have implied the hack was due to an issue with Microsoft, not their issue. Okay. Computer says topless brunette. <laughs> it's a strange uh, one, isn't it? It is strange. Some, some, somewhere there's a little young fella, computer some programmer, l- laughing his head off. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, someone in IT that. is getting roasted. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't the qualifying question, uh, or question, well, what does IT stand for? Oh yeah, very good. Right, you should use that. There's, yeah. two, there's two questions. Thank you. Now, it's time for Showbiz News. FM 104's Dish the Dirt. So, Jamie Lang, the Maiden Chelsea fella, he's gone from the Strictly. He didn't, Why? Because he hurt his foot in the... But he was the first person ever to go straight from a reality show into a reality show. I don't think he's the first. Well, on Strictly he was. Was he? Yeah. Um... So Tess Daly admits that she felt really sorry for Jamie Lang after, after he was forced to pull out of the series. So that means that his... Who's uh, getting his slot? His dancer is also gone. The rumour is... Uh, uh, Emily Atak. Oh, yeah. They're going to bring her in. Why wouldn't they have someone on, you know, standby for this very reason? Why get rid of a dancer and all that? He, well, no, the dancer's sister is a, a judge. The dancer's sister is a... That's conflict. Yes, exactly. It's conflict. He injured his foot during the pre-recorded launch show, but now Emmerdale star Kevin Fletcher has stepped into the slot. Oh, there you go. Who's so, he now? Ke- Emmerdale star Kevin Fletcher. Andy Sugden. Andy Sugden. Mr. Oh, Muscles himself. The size of his guns. Oh, he'll have his shirt off every single week. He set fire Any to excuse. his own man, that show. It's not real, Abby. I keep set, telling you. He set fire to the barn, and then Jack covered it up. That's right, he did, yeah. Didn't he? He killed his ma. And it was someone else's side as well. Anyway, Tess told us uh, she was sad to see Jamie leave. Right. Sorry, Tess. Hang on. Sorry, I'll just raise you up here. It's such a... You're still with Vernon, are you? The old dirty devil. It's such a shame. I don't think we've had anyone who's dropped out during the record of the first show. And I just feel so sorry for him. He was so excited to... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot... We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Great part, and he was just absolutely devastated to have to then pull out so early on. So what's he going to do now? When his foot heals like? Just go back to doing whatever he does. Chelsea? No, he's not allowed, is he? Don't know. Couldn't tell you. Helena Bonham Carter reportedly had a supernatural way of deciding if she was right to do her latest role of Princess Margaret in The Crown. According to a newspaper reports, Helena, 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 no, Helena. Not Helena. No, she's not, she, she's Helena. There's no such name in the world as Helena. There is. She's not Helena. That's an Irish one. She's Helena Bonham Carter. She's not Helena Bonham Carter. Is she not just Helen? No, she's Helena. 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 I mean, your name is Jim Jim, so I'm not going to trust you on this one. No, I'm telling you, her name's Helena. Did you see that my Gillian is playing in there as well? What? My Gillian. Gillian who? Gillian. Um, Telford. No! <laughs> lady by lady, no. No. I don't know that song. Gillian Anderson. Is doing what? She's going to be in The Crown. As what? I can't remember who she's playing. Margaret Thatcher. Margaret Thatcher. Oh, Maggie Thatcher, there you go. Oh, God. So she's not going to look. She's not going to look the way you remember her. Nobby. <laughs> anyway, Helena. Am I right there? It's, it's not Helena. It's Helena Bonham Carter. Anyway, Helena hired a medium. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jen. Helena. Helena hired a medium to right. take make contact with the late royal and supposedly ended up receiving permission to play her in the upcoming third series How of the Netflix you show. Get off the boat. Sources added that Helena found it important to receive the seal of approval before filming, of course and she even did. picked she's up dead. some acting tips too from the dead princess. That's a joke shop. Wow. She contacted the dead. And they said, yeah, you can do it. You can play me. And here, by the way, I, I knocked my cigarette like this, not that. Well, if the, royal fa- the way the royal family can make people disappear, you know, maybe there is a direct line and you can just pick up a phone and ring them. Contact the dead. Despite loving all things Lord of the Rings, Nicholas Holt admits he didn't know much about the man behind the novels. He stars opposite Lily Collins in the new biopic, Tolkien, which is out on DVD today. And Nicholas told us that the film focuses on a lesser-known part of the writer's life. When he's a young boy, played by Harry Gilby, and losing his mother, becoming an orphan, and then getting put into kind of a foster care, meeting the love of his life, Edith Bratt, and then making these new friendships which kind of forged and inspired him. And the biggest showbiz story of this Monday morning, it broke yesterday, is that Barry is returning to Fair City. I left me putty knife over in Barry's. You can now go and get it. Yeah, Damien. Is Damien still in it? Yeah, he's he there, yeah. 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 I left me putty knife over in Barry's. I better go get it. So Barry's a murderer. Yes. And he's, he's done time. He's done about seven or eight years. But he's coming back into it. Yes, he is. With his big upside down head. <laughs> I know everybody's sick about talking about Brexit and hearing about Brexit. But... Do you understand it? 
give just to give you an insight into the type of discussions that can happen, even in Dublin gyms, <laughs> about Brexit. Here's the gym ah, yeah, ja- huh? Are you joking me? Is a few, uh, a few b- bets on there, have you? Oh, it's the Parliament in England. They can't decide on Brexit, whether they're coming in or out, or what they're doing. It's very frustrating for an Irishman oh, to look at. Can I be honest with you? And I'll keep this under your hat. Well, I'm not wearing one, but anyway, what? Shh, don't tell anyone this because I'd feel awful stupid. I don't know what Brexit is. You're joking me. It's only been in a newspaper. I know. I've seen it. I hear people. I know, yeah. It's all. You are some blatant. I don't know. I don't know what Brexit is. I don't know what the backdoor thing is. I heard you did. I don't know what uh, hard border is, soft boiled border. I don't know what. Uh, I don't know what that fellow stands up and shouts about. I don't know what they're uh, all. You see what's going on up there, right? They're all in the they're having a they're vote. They're arguing each other, right? They're gonna and, and they're all disagreeing what she wants to do. And then you have the DUP up in the north, and they want to. I don't know what the DUP go is. Brexit and they want to stay in what's the UK, the DUP, right? The UK. So in 1921, right, Ireland was divided or up. Yeah, all right. I was there were six there. counties and twenty-six counties, right? All together, there's thirty-two counties, right? There should be thirty-two counties. We should be all united again, you know. Yeah, but can you name the six counties that aren't in the island at the moment? Uh, Belfast. Oh Jesus! UTV, Tyrone from Coronation Street, oh. and mm. uh, Nardy Town. Yeah. Well, here comes a man that's going to explain it all to us, I'm sure. Oh, no. Not uh, this. Not again. Did you give this fella a job here? Guys, how are you guys? All right, Ripsa. How are you doing? I couldn't ever help hearing you guys talking about my favourite topic, apart from nutrition and looking after your body, Brexit. Tell us your thoughts on Brexit. I'm sure you've uh, uploaded loads of stories to Instagram and how you feel on the current political situation between Ireland and England, yeah? No. I've watched a lot of YouTube videos because I get a lot of comments on my channel. I am part of the EU. A lot of my views are in Germany and France and Spain and places like that. I think we could sort all this Brexit out if we got rid of Ripsa out of our country, yeah? Let me ask you guys, do you like oranges? Because if we get affected by Brexit, you won't get tasty oranges from Spain anymore, man. They're going to be too expensive. Your smoothies are going to taste like veg. Nobody wants that. I still don't understand Brexit. Yeah. I can explain it to you guys. There's the hard border in the north. Do you know where the north is? It's the River Liffey. That's that's the that's the dividing line. That's the north. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember your man used to be on Julian? And now on the UTV, how are you doing there, Nardy, 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 Nardy? Remember that fella? I do. Does that cause a Brexit? Because he's, he's dead, is he? I think they had to get rid of him, yeah. They dumped him in the middle of the sea or something. Oh, they're always doing that in the north, aren't they? Just yeah, dumping yeah. lads in the sea. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> they're going to have a vote to see if they're going to delay something. And then uh, if they do that, they might have another... Uh, uh, He's after barring himself to sleep there. Look at him. Yeah. It's like watching one of his videos. <laughs> I'm actually powernapping, guys, because I'm getting ready for Brexit. <sighs> I think it's time for us to put him in the skip outside, yeah? All right, just lift him up. Here we go. Don't wake him now. <laughs> Forget Brexit. It's rips it out. Oh, guys, this stinks, but there is free lettuce in here. That's free extra protein, guys. Eat your lettuce, guys. Shut up!
FA104's Instagram with cover in a click. Young driver car insurance specialists. See what you can save. Coverinaclick.ie. 10 questions. 10 seconds. 1,000 euro. FM104's Instagram. Have any winners when I was on holidays, Jim? No, you? no winners. Of course you didn't. Becca's going to win, though. How are you, Becca? Hello, how are you? Uh, you're on a day off today. I am on a day off, yeah. Why are you up so early then if you're on a day off? Why aren't you sleeping? I, I think, I don't know, I'm used to getting up so early, so I just got to get it's up because, It's because you saw the Insta story. I actually, actually, yes, that was a lie. And I had you, an alarm set. Yeah. And you got involved in this part of our show. Exactly, yes. Which is Sorry. exactly what it's meant to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Becca, what do you have a day off from? Um, I work in a restaurant at the moment and I'm just saving for my master's. What's the master's going to be in? Human resource management, hopefully. Okay, cool. So some extra okay. cash for that would be good. What's the yeah. name of the restaurant that you work in? Give them a plug. I work at Rye River in Kilcook. Okay. Okay, very good. Becca, have you ever got a 10 when you listen? Pardon? Have you ever got a 10 out of 10 when you listen? Um, Once, maybe. Once, okay. Well, that's good. If you got 10s, it's possible to do it again. <laughs> 1,000 questions. 1,000 questions? One question. <laughs> Sorry. One. Two, <laughs> what city is to the TV show The Big Bang Theory set in? Um, Seattle. Dune Honduras is the Irish for what? Close the door. Drogheda is in which county? Loud. Who's the longest running character in Coronation Street? Um, no idea. True or false, TV gardener Dermot Gavin lives in a house in the shape of a wheelbarrow. A false. What does E.T. stand for? Extraterrestrial. Elliot. Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio star in which new Tarantino film? Um, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Plus, minus and divide are albums by who? Ed Sheeran. Rapper Christopher Wallace had the stage name The Notorious What? B.I.G. <laughs> and Barack Obama is associated with a small town on the awfully Tipperary border. <laughs> What's it called? Money Golf. Barack Obama wants a big extension at the back of his house, so Dermot comes along to wreck his head. That was a very quick uh, 60 seconds. Lash through that, didn't you? Them. <laughs> now, it's a bit like the leaving cert. Check your answers. Don't don't leave early. Make sure you have everything done. The Big oh, no. Bang Theory is set in Pasadena, LA, and now Los Angeles. Oh, no. I didn't and know that myself. Ken Barlow is the longest-running character in Carnation Street. I have no idea. He was in the first episode. He's been there since the beginning. <laughs> and the rest of them, you got spot on. You got eight. Oh. <laughs> Which is a good omen for the Masters. It means you're going to fly it. I guess, yeah. If you, if you pass take, the Instagram... I'll take, I'll take the positive. <laughs> uh, and take a cuddle mug, but sadly no cash. Okay, that's okay. Thank you very much. Anyway. Thanks, Becca. Okay, bye. See you. Bye. Kids in the car, kids in the car, everyone is a little star. Early on the strawberry, the chat to Jim and Nobby. Kids in the car on FM 104. So we've asked you to send us in some questions. We had a lot of fun last week doing this, Nobby, and uh, we're going to do it again now. Yes, this is a good idea, Jim. So kids, you can ask us questions. It could be something small, it could be something big. I was listening to kids in the car because I was a kid in the car last week, so I was like everybody else. Hi, Ginger and Abby. My name's Emma. What job would you do if you want radio presenters? Oh, that's a good question. Pilot. Uh, 
writer something. You sure about that, Jim? Yeah. Writer. I'm not yeah, sure. Definitely a pilot. Definitely. Nearly the Write, write a screenplay. I'm Joe Nobby. I'm Katie, and I'm glad Nobby's back. Yup. 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 I'd bring everybody on holidays on my plane to Tenerife. Oh, would you? Yeah. Cuddle mugs all around. Hi, my name is Danny. I'm from Concealy, and I want to know who is your favourite footballer? Footballer. Wow. Uh, Ever like. Oh, did you see what Messi did with that jersey? He's just. I know he doesn't play his taxes, but he's class. He's class. Uh, yeah, it's probably Mo Salah at the moment. I think Messi. How could you look past him? Hi, yeah. Hi, Jim, Jim, and Abby. My name is How much money is a Ferrari? How much what? How much money is a Ferrari? I don't know. What would you? 400 grand, is it? Ah, you probably get one for 250 if you're lucky. Hi, Jim, Jim, and Abby. Who do you like better? Ronaldo or Messi? Messi. <coughs> All day long. Yeah, yeah. Have to agree Ronaldo's there. good, uh, but Messi, Messi. Messi does everything. When your room is messy, kids, that's bad. But when it's messy with an eye, it's good. Be glad you're back. And what was Thanks. the scariest thing you did on your holiday? Bye. Scariest thing I did on my holidays, uh, I think was I, I drove a Ferrari. That was pretty scary. Really? I, I never knew they were that fast. Yeah. Is there a video coming soon? Uh, it's already up there, Jim. I went on holiday and now I went to big school on Thursday. Bye. Bye. Right. It's not like really a question, but yeah, it's nice to hear. Sounds like you're very relaxed on holidays. Hi, Jim, Jim, and Hello. Nobby. What is your favourite football team? Most I'm football Nathan. questions today. Bye. Spurs. Hi, Nathan. Uh, Liverpool. Three football questions. That's never happened before. Really? In a row, yeah. Hi, Jim, Jim and Nobby. Hello. My name's Ella. And yeah. my question is, do you know how to speak Spanish? Hola. Por favor. Uh, oh, con leche. I can ask for the hot milk. <laughs> con leche. Uh, uh, con leche. Uh, yeah, any, any con leche. Any con leche there for me coffee? By the way, never, ever drink the milk in the jug that's on the table in front of you. That's all. I won't go into it. No. I'll ask for fresh milk. One more. Hi, Jim, Jim and Nobby. Hi. Why do we have to go to school? Because if you don't go to school, you won't learn things. And if you don't learn things, you'll end up being DJs on the radio. And You're starting to sound like the guy from Room to Improve. Yeah. They don't know what to do with the backyard. Now, one of those kids, we're going to get one of you, uh, we're going to ring one of you back and give you uh, passes to Jump Zone. Yes, where are they, Jim? Uh, well, there's one in Sandyford. There's and one in Sandry. I'm not, and the other location is going to come up in this little uh, liner oh, in the end. Clever. Yeah. Clever. Here kids in the car back tomorrow. Thanks, kids. Have a good day in school. Bye. Dish the dirt's on the way. Now, it's time for Showbiz News. FM 104's Dish the Dirt. And i got to tell everybody something that's... Uh, what? An incident happened on Friday. Oh, yeah. And taking your trousers off again in the car park. No, do you remember that? Yeah. No, it wasn't that. So. Although when you say do you remember that, I wasn't there or anything. It sounds like the way. Do you remember that? Yeah, no. Remember the time I texted Tuberty that I, I was. You, were, you had no panties I had on? No, tr- no pants on. Something to do with it. Sanitize it. Long story. Anyway. So, on Friday, yeah. did the show out in uh, Swords. Oh, yeah, for the Arnest thing. I was in the <coughs> warehouse sale yesterday because F104 told me to go to it, so I did. Yeah. Jammers. Yeah. Jammers. So I was there on, on Friday and uh, I, I was told then by Crossy Yeah uh, You have an interview at 11 o'clock with Russell Kane comedian Yeah So I thought okay so during Port, Port Tunnel Back was it? Port Tunnel Back 
And uh, so I'm Russell Kane. So I've got my questions for him. He's all about his amazing thing he does with sleep. He gets eight hours at night and he does this, that and the other thing. And he's full of energy and he does this and he's doing a show here and there. And I've got all, so I've got all my facts and figures ready for the interview. I'm prepped, right? Russell Kane. Next thing I get a text from Crossy. Russell Kane's early. He's here at half ten. And I was okay. like, so I parked the car downstairs around half ten. I said, yeah, I'm just here. And he said, they're in a bit of a rush. Are you going to be here now? Yeah, yeah. So up I come, in through the reception. Up you come, yeah. There's Crossy. Right. There's Sorka, who brings into the comedians sometimes. Yeah. And there's Russell Howard. Where is Kane? It, there'd been a mix-up. Crossy thought Russell Howard was Russell Kane. They, right. He mixed it up. So, and I had to do the interview straight away. <laughs> so I wasn't prepared at all. Oh, so you were like Tommy Tiernan then? Yeah. But no, and Russell Howard's great. But I didn't know it was that Russell. Yeah. So after Did you nine. Tell did you tell at, the, at the very end. So after nine, you'll hear me completely wing an interview with Russell Howard. Oh, <laughs> I have to hear that. <laughs> Seriously, I wished you were here because as he was answering the first question, I didn't know what else to ask him. Oh, no. I was, I was getting one of those things and normally one of us would jump in, you know, when you're doing an interview. And you, I couldn't think of anything else to at ask him. At that point, you should have said, you know, I was expecting a different Russell. No. I didn't want to offend him. Russell. And he, and when I told him at the end, <laughs> you know what, I was told it was going to be Russell Kane. He didn't look impressed. Oh, he said, oh, sorry. Yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. All right. You should have told me you have a Russell Hobbs kettle as well. It was nearly going to be, what's your favourite colour? But anyway, I completely winged it, but you'll hear it after nine. Russell Howard on the Strawberry Alarm Clock. And, well, I'm here, uh, Jim, to rescue you from all those problems. I was grand at the end. Pierce Brosnan was seen at the uh, American Film Festival in France, right? Why would it be in France then? It's hardly the American it's Film the Festival. It's the Deauville American Film Festival. All right. They play American films, but and he, he was given the peace sign. But it looks like uh, a very good-looking Jerry Adams. Well, he was he was doing he was playing Jerry, wasn't he? Something was he? Yeah, that's why he was in that navy suit a few years ago. I don't know what ever happens to the film. He's wearing the beard. Yeah, I mean, I, I I'd rather him than Jerry. To be honest with you, but yeah, yeah, so would I. Yeah, with me. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, um. um Sky News' John Craig caught on a hot mic cursing about an interview. This is what happened. Have a listen. So you were the same with Russell Howard, Kane. Whenever the general election comes, trust will be a central issue. Really? <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, uh, they're just about to start debating. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, Doctor Sleep, the sequel to The Shining, gets its final trailer. Come play with us, Danny. Is Jack in it? No way, how could he be in it? It's Shining, yeah, how can you have a sequel without Jack? While the Stephen King's It Chapter 2 is out at the moment, um, it won't Sorry. be long before the follow-up to The Shining, Doctor Sleep hits cinemas. Based on the 2013 novel of the same name, Doctor Sleep picks up decades after the events of The Shining, where Danny Torrance, now played by Ewan McGregor, he does everything that Am I going to be scared listening to this now, Is drifting from town to town after dealing with uh, booze and rage. His shining powers have died off due, due to his drinking, but they come back. Uh. You can hear me. You're magic. Like me. I don't know about magic. I always called it the shining. The world is a hungry place. A dangerous place. These people... 
these and the devils, they'll eat what shines. And they've noticed that little girl. Oh, hi there. They're coming. Wow. Oh, that's scary. Sorry, it was uh, Jackie Chan and Pierce uh, Brosnan in The Foreigner. Oh, right. Although he looked like Jerry Adams in the Navy suit. He did a bit, yeah. Apparently it's decent as well. Uh, we just got a WhatsApp about that. So thanks very much. So, which Russell is it again? Russell Howard. Right. So I was completely prepared for Russell Kane. Russell Howard was put in front of me. Had to do an interview. Well, we'll, we'll check it out. It's F104. Dublin's after four. It is the strawberry alarm clock, and in studio is a man uh, we're all familiar with. He's on telly all the time. He's a very funny guy. He's a comedian, presenter, podcaster. Uh, not a podcaster, but on the first two, I did podcast years ago with John Richardson. Right, but not for many, many years. Well, I just uh, I threw it in there. Well, it's I just very, very kind of you. <laughs> you just assumed. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. A, it's about Everyone's time. doing it. Everyone's doing it. Yeah, <laughs> coming soon. The Russell Harrow podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, now, you're going to be playing two nights in uh, Dublin this week, 9th yes. and 10th of September in yes. Vicker Street. Mm-hmm. Have you played there before? Yeah, many times. It's the best. Why is it the best? I don't know. They it's all just, say that. Yeah, well, I've never done the arena here. Because um, I just did Vicker Street and yeah. um, it's so good. It's stuffed. So it's like, it's kind of tiny. There's a thousand people, but it just roars. Yeah. And um, I kind of think if, uh, if Tommy Tiernan plays it rather than the arena, that's as far as benchmarks in <laughs> Irish comedy go, That's probably it. best to follow Tommy. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's just yeah. kind of, I, 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 yeah, I don't know if there's a, a better gig that, that exists. It's beautiful. I'm trying to work it out because I was always trying to work out was it the seating down on the downstairs where everyone's kind of... It's because they're stuffed, I they're think. stuffed in because together. Because yeah. it, it feels like it should f- fit about 300 people yeah. and there's a thousand people in there and there's that sort of natural kind of energy that uh, that you bring that yeah. sort of doesn't always exist. I, the closest I've ever been, I watched Liverpool and Man United in the Liverpool supporters bar in Mumbai. Oh, wow. And that's n- close to Vicar Street in terms of capacity. There was uh, probably about... Uh, 800 people in there and it was people were stood on tables and that it was amazing singing songs about Gary Neville's mum <laughs> just <laughs> phenomenal because people don't understand that comedy only works in certain environments like certain rooms are better than other ones yeah it's funny yeah yeah, and, and yeah a big sort of echoey um, sort of vast room doesn't really work but yeah. then some of the arenas are amazing. That's the thing, like, so in the UK, you know, like Wembley, Leeds, Glasgow's brilliant. And that's yeah. kind of 11,000 people, but it's designed in a way, um, whereas the old Aberdeen venue used to be like this, ma- it was quite literally a cattle shed. Yeah. So uh, you could sort of feel the, the ghosts of dead cows kind of ringing around you when you were telling gags, and <laughs> it's not what you want. <laughs> now, you're on TV all the time. Yeah. You've appeared on loads of those panel shows. Yeah. I mean, like, you're famous for it. Uh, there are certain comedians that I've spoken to down through the years who hate doing that because they just say that they can't perform, but you seem to be brilliant at that. Well, I think it's sort of how you were raised. So, yeah. for me, it just feels like it's like uh, Christmas. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? It's like playing a board game. Okay. Like, when Frankie left Not the Week, that's what it felt like. It felt like, you know, yeah. my favourite uncle had left the family. <laughs> <laughs> so, suddenly... But yeah, it's just a bit like, I don't know, that's how my family are. Like, you just got to get a word in edgeways. Yeah. I've got 40 cousins. So, you know, there's always been lots of kind of, you know, everyone's talking at parties. So you just got to get, so get like, what you want to say. It's like a bear pit, though. Yeah, totally. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But they're, 
it sort of works for it's just a different kind of thing it's just sort of like arsing about really panel shows are just yeah you know mucking around off the cuff sort of whizzing around but if you want prepared stuff with pauses yeah. and thoughts and drama it's not the place no <laughs> does that mean that Dara Breen sometimes is your dad has Dara been my dad? I mean, <laughs> if anything comes out, yeah, Dara has been my dad. Okay, um, brilliant. Da- well, I'll get you one back. But Dara's the daddy. Is that what he you want me to say? He is the daddy. Yeah. Okay. He's my daddy. Okay, we'll send it, him that. Yeah, exactly. In fact, yeah. uh, of course, if you're I were role playing and somebody said, "Who's your daddy?" I'd say Dara. Right. <laughs> okay, I'm sure you'll love that. Yeah, uh, the Russell Howard Hour, of course. Uh, you mean you've been doing so much TV over the years? Yeah. How much preparation goes into those shows? I Quite mean, a lot. Yeah, like, I'd imagine for, so. For the, uh, so we just, it's a bit like, do you remember the A-Team? Yeah. Yeah, so we sort of sit in there for like a week just writing jokes, like making a, making a contraption, and then we burst out on a Tuesday and do it. It's kind of, I write the telly show with uh, three of my mates, um, and it's brilliant. So we just sit in a room just writing jokes, trying to make each other laugh, and then come out, um, and then uh, perform it, and then do it again. And we do it for 14 weeks. A lot of the Irish comics, when they play in the UK, they have to adapt their show because there's yeah. stuff that they just won't work there. The, yeah. the, the, the humour. Do you have to do much of that, or most of your stuff would actually work that. here as well, wouldn't it? Yeah, but but I, like to go back to Tommy. So I remember I'd not heard the phrase "in the nip" before. <laughs> right. Yes. So so I kind of, but I like the fact I figured it out what it meant. Do right. you know what I mean? It's yeah. a bit like I, I kind of always think you've got to keep a bit of yourself. Right. You, you sort of authenticity rather than like I don't want to be that kind of comic that kind of goes out there and sort of in America I was you know I saw this guy on the sidewalk today oh you yeah. know what I mean it's it like certain that. stuff you just don't need there's a beautiful story about Johnny Vegas years ago he did um, the Montreal Comedy Festival yeah. and I mean that's the worst I like it but it's the worst in terms of you got to do six minutes you got to the lawyers have got to see it. You know what I mean? Oh, it's wow. got to be tight. You, know, you may have seen him from the Colgate commercial <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. And then you go and you do stuff for it. And uh, Johnny legendarily did uh, 13 minutes, which is like, oh my God, like that. And it was uh, the high point was him crying on stage, going, <laughs> I could have been the next Bill Cosby, but, but you lot had to go and play God. Like that. So, um, you know what I mean? But it, so it was the funniest gig uh, at the festival that month. So the. It's a very good Johnny Vegas, by the way. It's all right, isn't it? But the, but the point is, you just got to, I don't know. Whatever you want to say, just say it, and the audiences will come with you. I think. Do you yes, know what I mean? Like, I know what you mean. And there's such a, particularly the part of the world that I'm from in England. I think Bristol is sort of, you know, it sort of has a similarity with with Ireland. There's sort of a, you know, there's lots of made up words and yeah. kindness and you know, devilment. You know, what I mean? yeah, it's a funny place. We like to play with language. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's like um, it's like when I watched The Wire. I understood what all the uh, guys were saying. Other people were, had to ask me in the yeah. subtitles. Yeah, but I think it's from listening to hip hop or whatever it is. I just yeah. I could I could understand because we're talking talking so fast and in slang that I I, I could understand it. And who's your, who's your what your favorite wire character? Oh, Stringer Bell. Stringer, yeah, Shakespearean, isn't it? Oh, it's fantastic. You often think about that. You go, why why couldn't they have gone with him? Yeah, they would have run that city. Oh yeah. You're up for the baddies. Yeah. Um, listen, so your show is called Respite. Respite. It's going to be in. Uh, 9th and 10th of this week in Vicar Street, of course, and uh, you're going to rock that shop and make it your own. You've got a lot of catching up to do. Tommy Tiernan's done it about 150 times, know, yeah, 200 times incredible. or something like that. Yeah, yeah so... Uh, I would Im- I'd imagine that's Tommy's... 
They'll give him the keys to Vicar Street. It's Tommy's house. He will be... <laughs> imagine that. Imagine performing in Vicar Street in like 100 years' time in the ghost of Tiernan. Yeah. Just kind of like... Whoa. That could be the name of his next tour. The ghost... <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> the Ghost of Tiernan. He'd, play, he'd be very good at that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, listen, Russell Howard, great to see you. Nice and, see you, dude. And thanks very much for coming in. Lovely. Cheers. Bye. The Strawberry Alarm Clock on FM 104. Let's do it. Now, it's time for Showbiz News. FM 104's Dish the Dirt. Gillian Anderson has been confirmed to play Margaret Thatcher in The Crown Season 4. And this is going to be very difficult because I'm an Irish man. Yeah. But I like Gillian Anderson. Well, she hated us. Uh, Margaret Thatcher. She hated our tea shock, tea shig. Yeah. You know, she didn't have Ireland's interests at the top of the list. I heard a funny story about her and Charlie High. Charlie High was at something, and they were talking about. Uh, he kind of knew how to play her, though. Yeah. <laughs> they were talking about something. They were, yeah. I can't remember the full story. I'll come back to you on that. And she was a witch to Fitzgerald. Anyway, she's going to play her in public, anyway. But no, maybe just watch your X Files. To Toodle-roo. Uh yeah, it'll be a bit weird. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, have you watched any the, of the, the Crown the, the season one, two, and three? I've watched season one, all right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, here is what she's trying to sound like. Oh, you have a bit of her voice. This, yeah. is, this is the original. I hope the Conservative Party will go on and on and on in government, obviously, because I believe in what we're doing. For me, I have to tackle this campaign and I hope with the team to win it. But, you know, I was under quite heavy questioning at the time. And the object of the questioning was to try to discover whether sometime in midterm I might give up. Might and so, you? of course, I said, I really would like to go on. Joker is now officially on the road to the Oscars. The Oscars is going to be an unusual one. There's no straight path to the Oscars, but uh, everyone's saying that Joker is on the golden path to the Oscars. It's uh, picked up the prestigious Golden Lion at the Venice Film Festival. Uh, I read a review, Nobby, when you're off. It was the first review I'd read, and the critic gave it five stars and said it was a masterpiece. Very good. So, Joker arrives in cinemas on October 4th. Here's a little teaser. Get this into your ears. This is the last time we'll be meeting. You don't listen, do you? You just ask the same questions every week. How's your job? Are you having any negative thoughts? All I have are negative thoughts. Send in the clowns. <laughs> going to be great that sounds class and uh, yeah Robert De Niro's in it and he plays a late night uh, talk show host and he brings Joker on as a terrible comedian but the thing is Robert De Niro played a terrible comedian in the movie King of Comedy so it's kind of like a full circle for him it's mad uh-huh. um, yeah <laughs> what's that that's Bob De Niro when he has a cold <laughs> give us your De Niro again you just do the sniff do you it's not a sniff it's an exhale through your nostrils isn't it yeah Phil Mitchell's always doing it Phil I was with your dog at the weekend <laughs> rough it's only personal you off you off you off <laughs>